Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Be a Stranger, the Jack Bowler podcast. And in this episode, we have Adam Cotton joining me this time. Adam is someone that I met during my time at university and became a part of a group, an already established friendship group between me, my friend Crossy, who has already been on the podcast, and our friend Rob as well. Rob is someone that I've known for over 20 years, so we're going to get him on at some point just when our schedules will allow it, but that is obviously in the future. Let's talk about the present and what you're listening to now. So Adam and I have known each other now for just over sort of five, six years, so... Saying that, though, we've never really been in an environment where it's just been um, him and me talking. We've always been in a group environment, so quite uh, interesting to actually be able to chat to him one-on-one. And um, he invited me over to his place in Staley Bridge, and we had some pizza, we played some FIFA, and just had a good old conversation, good old natter. Yeah, it was nice. It's also taken place on the eve of the Champions League final, which we already know the result of as well. And this episode, um, as a whole, is a little bit football heavy. So if you're not a fan of football or you don't want to really listen to those parts, feel free to skip them. But stay tuned for all the other little bits and details, stuff like how um, Adam got into graphic design, which he does now as a career, and um, finding out a little bit more about his day-to-day work life, some funny stories from his um his current job as well so yeah it's a really good conversation so feel free to sit back and relax and as always don't forget to like share and subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to give a five star review on whatever platform you're listening to that's if you like what you hear and as always don't forget to slide in my dms go ahead and follow me at jack without the c it's adam cotton everyone sit back relax and remember Don't be a stranger. Bye. You fannied around still? <laughs> I'm alright now. We'll start it like that then. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, let me lie. Oh, yeah, that was perfect. That was brilliant. <laughs> so, with me today, I am joined by Adam Cotton, who is... Stinks this. <laughs> this intro's a bit shit, isn't it? We. It's fine. Um, I'm with Adam today, Adam Cotton, who is... Oh, well. been. You've been brought up on a lot of the other episodes... With Crossy and Are you alright? I'm fine. Man. That that got that sounded really nice. I'm pretty sure that sound really nice for everyone else to hear as well. That's good. What are you drinking? Uh, Strella. Strella. <laughs> Strella. Um, as Crossy would say, it's Strella. He's got he's got a right slur on him, Manny Cross. Oh, I. What is that? A few lemonades. <laughs> he's got. You can't have Coke, can he? No. Or anything that has. Oh, you'll be leaving with a fat lip. He will. He, he's um, allergic to, to Coke, Dr. Pepper, Diet Coke, and all them other brown liquids. <laughs> poo. <laughs> Specifically poo. <laughs> he is allergic to poo. Um, so how are you? 
All right, yeah. How are you? I'm not bad, thank you. I'm not bad. I'm good. How was your pizza? It was very nice, thank you. Which is a, a really good place to start, pizza. So um, we normally do like a whole like backstory and like how you how we know each other and all that kind of stuff. But I mentioned it then that you've been alluded to and mentioned in a previous podcast. So you're a part of this sort of little group of ours with me, Rob, and Crossies and. As I refer to you as the my friends from university. That's that's the official title. Yes. We are your friends from university. Um, more formally known between us four as Hom and Baggins. Oh, I. Which it's is just play on home bargains. Of course. Um, where did where did Hom and Baggins come from? Because uh, that that's interesting. So, in second year. Yep. Rob decided he could make music with. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, uh, Apple Apple stock loop things on whatever it was called. wasn't oh. wasn't Fruit Loops. They weren't Fruit Loops. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not, I can't remember either. Some Adobe music making program. Not GarageBand, they were on. Logic. Yes, okay. That's the one. Yeah. And then we decided we needed a name, and I think we was walking home from university once, or from the SU rip. Um, <laughs> get that there, because Becky hates it when people say rip. Um, because there was home and bargains <laughs> on the way to the flat, home and bargains. Oh, yeah. It was a nice transition. Like we were in Germany, and it was like the the equivalent home and bargains. It just sounded like it was the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we went for home and bargains, and our group chat's been home and bargains ever, ever since. since. <laughs> five years. Five years. Five years. Yeah. Five years. Six years. But no. Yeah. Five years. Yeah. We've so. had a few chats, though, haven't we? We've we've got numerous chats. We've got one between. You, me, and Crossy all about football. We've got, you've got the, you've got the secret Tinder chat. <laughs> this, that the, Crossy's no longer in. I imagine. Oh, he's going to be fuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that chat's called the Pet Shop Twats. <laughs> um, the Pet Shop Twats, which is uh, yeah another group chat. But even from that, there are other group chats. But you mentioned their uni, and we are your friends from uni. I ju- technically I, I class it as I some I see it as like me, Rob and Crossy with like this trio and then when I came to uni a year after all all you guys started. Yeah, but it, it wasn't even then though, was it? No, it wasn't officially, no. Me and Rob lived together and then we was going into town and then you got off the bus with Crossy. And yeah. Rob was like, Oh shit <laughs> And I was like, Who the fuck's that guy? And I was like And then he was like And then Rob was like, Oh that's my mate. <laughs> and then later on that night, we got drunk and played Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to watch United Liverpool the next day in the SU. Oh, yeah, we did. And you went home early, so we missed Robin Van Persie's penalty. Oh, it was... To win it, 2-1. United were good back then. By the way. I think I've put that out of my memory, um, if that's the case. Um, but yeah, so during your first year of uni, we've got some echoing... Uh, well, we've got some background noise... The lovely sounds of Staley Vegas, oh, uh. also known as Staley Bridge to, to to other people, but this is where Adam lives. We're recording Adam's Adam's flat uh, today, and yeah, it, university, university. Thank you. So during your first year of uni, that was where you sort of met Rob, and right. by by proxy, then met Crossy, and then you guys had like that year of just you three, and then. Well, I didn't really Crossy. I didn't really see Crossy that much in first year. Did you not? No, we only really. It was like second year when we all moved together. Is when the friendship with Andrew 
became official. Like official. I saw him on nights out, and I we've had like we had meetings every now and again. Had a little chat, yeah. little discussions, and yeah. it was just like it was part of the group. But, but it was mostly Rob. Mostly Rob. So what was your first impression of? Oh, we'll work through the group. What was your first impression of Rob, if that was the case? Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was quite funny because it was me, him, and James. We tried to play snap with everyone in the flat, but they were like, no. But then they decided to join in anyway. Well, they did join in. They might have just watched us. Yeah. And I think later on that night is when we played Monopoly, drinking Monopoly. Who won? Uh, well, I'd say Rob won because he got the most drunk. <laughs> this is, that- is the video of that when he's like stumbling down the corridor, trying to walk indoors and fall into walls. <laughs> and that picture where he's on the couch and he's doing his got his arms in the air. Oh yes, the, that's like, where that came from. Like the, the Rob, the Rob meme that that started back. Again, like five years ago, six years ago. So my first impressions of Rob were, oh, this guy's quite cool. He likes to drink. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> Just the things that he drinks, probably. Oh, yeah. He loves his rum and his, oh, his gins and his... I think I think it was um, some sours. I think we were drinking sours that night. Yeah. Lots of shots of sours and probably vodka. Lovely stuff. So what was your first impression of Crossy, then? I don't really remember, to be honest. You know, he's no. just like, hello, my name hello. is Andrew. My name is Andrew. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. No, um, I don't know. I just remember him being there and I thought, oh, he's Sam. Yeah. Because I remember thinking he was there as well. Uh, Sophia Rimmer. Oh, yeah. Cause she was in the flat when Crossy was there because them three knew each other. Yeah, we all went to the same uh, high school. Because when I went, I went to Rob's flat and she was there and Crossy was there. And then, yeah, it's fine, really. I didn't, yeah, like I said, I don't really... But Rob, Rob to Crossy as much until second year. Rob and Crossy were meant to room together, I guess, with you. But during like the application for for Stords, if there was someone that you wanted to room with that you yeah. knew ahead of time, yeah. you could put both names down. It turned yeah. out there was a second Rob Turner that <laughs> went to that went to one of the high schools he was on in my Chester. Course. He was on your course. He was no on my way. Course. No way. Um, so it turned out that that Rob Turner was ended up living with Crossy in another flat. Obviously, installed. He got me instead. And uh, Rob, Rob inherited you instead. Um, what was your first impression of me? Because, like you said, brief interaction, just getting off a bus. And, I, remember, but then... I remember, I remember you as you as you are now. You're quite, quite chirpy, eccentric. I'd say <laughs> sometimes you're very loud. Yeah, <laughs> and you were very uh, vocal in your spot of Liverpool Football Club when we went to watch him. Yeah. But overall, I thought, these three, they're quite cool. I could hang with these guys, and I guess I will. <laughs> it's like been it's doing like... it for a long time now. <laughs> they they need you, they, they need me more than... Mm-hmm. I'm, I, can, I can really be the glue, or like <laughs> the meat in this like sandwich. This triple decker. Me and Rob are the meats, and you and, Bo, you and Crossy are the, are the, cr- bre- the bread. <laughs> Crossy's the... The whitest than white. No, he's the he's like the bread without all the seeds in and stuff like and that. And the crust's cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst you're like a big thick bit of tiger bread. Oh like. yes, I'll take that. That's a compliment. Rob's I'll take ham. That. Rob's ham. <laughs> I think I'll, I think I'll be ham as well. <laughs> it's just a really top and tail ham sandwich. One tops a tiger bread and the others I don't like. Know. I don't know if it's buttered or not. Whole meal. It can be buttered. My if you side, want it to be buttered, it can be buttered. Mine's buttered, but Crossy's isn't. It's you just can... dry. <laughs> <laughs> what a great analogy! Brilliant. Um, you can have triangles if you want. Oh yeah. You can have triangles or uh, 
There's rectangles. It's up to you. Actually, I think you might be milk love. <laughs> milk. <laughs> I've not hurt. I've not like had or like. You leave it too long in the lunchbox; it goes a bit warm. I've, I like. I put like milk loaf bread out of my memories from like I was like twelve years old, but now it's just like coming, like flooding back. But that's, that's that's. I've not heard milk loaf mentioned in over ten years. Good old Warburton's milk loaf. There we Full go. Full of vitamin C. Hashtag a sponsor. <laughs> Hashtag ad. <laughs> Hashtag bread. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> right at the start we mentioned pizza oh. I feel like you and I have a very mutual love for pizza um, which then again who doesn't really who doesn't like pizza it's the perfect food it's, it is the perfect we've had pizza tonight so what would you what, what, what's your go to pizza like topping like if you had to describe like if, the ideal pizza for you so if I was gonna if I was stuck I'd go just pepperoni straight pepperoni just, why not just straight pepperoni, straight pepperoni cheese, cheese tomato sauce right especially if it's like a new york slice oh okay because they're oof, they're the best they're the pinnacle the new york's pepperoni slice is the pinnacle pizza because you can get it for a dollar dollar slice that 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 kept us going when we were in new york oh right. what was what was it as well was it brothers two bros two bros yes you get two slices in the can for two dollars fifty you'd be mad not to really no it's not it's not the best slice but it's up there with if you're a tourist you need to get a two bro slice just to get it for the gram just a picture for the gram Makes makes perfect sense. But Rudy's Manchester, perfect pizza, best pizza every time. Where's that one? Is that in Northern Quarter? There's one in Ancoats, which is near Northern Quarter, and then there's one near Manchester Central, near mm. Brewdog. Isn't it in the top ten recently? It is ten like, on the top ten pizzas in best the best pizzerias in the world. Wow, and it's cheap as well. It's like eight ninety nine for like a, a good sized pizza. Are we talking? Quadrilateral? Are we talking spherical? Spherical, round, mm-hmm. sort of round. I'd say it's like a good, like Domino's large size, eight ninety nine, fresh. Everything's made fresh in front of you. Bang it. Yeah, but there. Uh, if I had to get a pizza, I'd get a Rudy's pizza every day of the week. So where? What about you? Oh, what about me? Well, this is one of the questions I'm going to ask you as well. What's your opinion on pineapple on pizza? Fucking disgusting. <laughs> Don't talk to me again if you like pineapple on pizza. Well, this has been a great episode of the. Jack- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pro pineapple. I don't care who knows it. I'm pro disgusting. pineapple. I know it's and disgusting. Disgusting. It's fucking what he has. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pro pineapple, and I have no shame in it. Should do. Well, maybe have a little bit of shame, but so let's have this sweet thing with a sweet tomato. I've got I've got a massive sweet tooth though. Like so do I. I'm not a I'm not a fan of like crisps and like savory snacks. Like it's I'd rather have chocolate and Haribo and like squashies, straws. Put some pineapple on my pizza, but then you can you can even add though put some spice on it as well. Then you've got some like you're adding do you on a pizza? Yes, I have. Oh, that, that's a naughty sausagey sort of sausage-y, meaty, thing. meaty thing. Yeah. Pizza Express do do a, do some mean and you. Yeah, so do Rudy's. Do they? Yep. Well, there's your plug. I'll, I'll take you free one there. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. We tend to do like a, a like a quarterly meetup. We had one in. Was it? We had one in November. I think Crossy had one leg, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was when Crossy had had his surgery on his foot, as we mentioned in the last episode. Um, or in the Crossy episode, we got a seat straight away because he had a crutch. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there was a massive. Oh, please sit down. There was a massive queue of people waiting. To, it was like peak time on a Friday in Manchester in Northern Quarter. We went to um, Yarn and Coop. Yarn and Coop, <laughs> and we didn't call ahead of time. We just thought we'd turn up. It was fine, and then Crossy co- rocks in with crutches and, his, and a hobble. He just hobbles in with his crutch, and everyone was like, "Oh no!" But me, being the dickhead that I am, I was like. Just ignore him. He's only put it on so we can get get served quicker. It's like he's fine, really. Just ignore him. He's fine. It worked though. It did. It worked. We got like we were like uh, we were eating before some of the people were sat down. It was brilliant. Oh, right. <laughs> you got a tour of the you got a tour of the back room as well. Oh yeah, they it's showed like us. A little, it's like a little nine year old boy. They showed us the yard and the coop. It was, it was like brilliant. Cross sees a make a wish <laughs> kid. Oh God, John Cena turned up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. He got a side T-shirt and a cap. And he said, remember, never give up. Hustle, loyalty and respect. Gave him his little handkerchief. <laughs> and then he made him tap out. And it was, took him, pinned it for the one, two, three. Um, Luckily, Bola had a striped black and white T-shirt. I was a referee. Yeah, that was fine. Um, so, we've got pizza. Another good food. Burger. So, I feel like these are quite synonymous between you and I. I think with us, we have a lot of stuff in common in, ter- in terms of like... I think some Shit ta- food. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I think it's one of the reasons as well that I find sometimes that you and I clash quite a lot. Like, in terms of... We have quite similar interests in certain things, especially, I think, maybe like, in, you know, in terms of fashion and like, in terms of... Somewhat music. Yeah. M- music, maybe not as, as much, but Video games. Yeah. And the sport and things and stuff like that. There's a lot of things that we all have in common, but I think you and I maybe clash sometimes because I am that sort of loud, eccentric person where you're probably quite... Yeah, you're not. You're very... You you just go with the flow, quite quite calm, quite to yourself, like... But you still present yourself in a certain way, still have them interest. It's just how I display them is probably at the forefront, whereas you're just like... Yeah, quite like that. I love that. Yeah. If you like it, I'm likely to love it, and I'll tell you about how I love it in great detail until the point you're just like, all right, calm down. <laughs> I get it. You know every single footballer that played ever. Oh, all right. <laughs> Name four players, and you know where, when and how they were born, blood type, <laughs> goals, mothers and parents' names. I'm like a football enc- I'm like an encyclopedia for like m- like mid, like from like the mid-90s through to like current day footballers. It's like... Oh yeah. Um, How many goals did Steve Finnan score for Liverpool? I don't know. Uh, Fifty-four. Like Thomas Helveg was a Swedish right back, and he appeared at the uh, 2004 Euros and uh, used to play for Celtic. <laughs> hey, it's Jack. Just interjecting for a small moment, just to say that Thomas Helveg wasn't Swedish. He's Danish, and he didn't play for Celtic. He played for AC Milan. So, really cocked up on this one, and I'd just like to apologise for my idiocy that I have shown in that split second of podcasting. So, hopefully you all can forgive me, and I'll now pass you back to Adam and Jack, and back to your original scheduled podcasting. Ta-ta, and farewell. (laughs) I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my head, but it was... Of all the players. Okay. Um, burgers. What's the best burger you've ever had? Uh, I don't know. Probably the one, you know, at the counter. Was that in New York? In New York, yeah. 
the one where you just decided to tick every topic on the list. Oh, yeah. That's, that was quite a good place. That was right on Times Square, and it was one of the best rated things like on that was, uh-huh. was told to me, or like ahead of time, like you need to go and check out this place. And it's like, it's basically, the idea of it is like similar concept to Subway. It's like Five Guys, actually, isn't it? I actually tell a lie, Five Guys burgers, best burgers I've ever had. Five Guys? Yep. Why, why why are we saying five guys? Because it's it's the meat it's fresh. You know it's fresh because you can see them making it like, right there in front of you. You can get all the toppings on it for free. Mm. I mean it's expensive in the first place, but you might as well get your money's worth then in that case. You might as well get the money's worth. You can get extra cheese, extra bacon. Why wouldn't you want it? And the fries are amazing, always crispy. Hey, do you go for the uh, the 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 season in the Cajun I, I season? I do normally get the the Cajun the Cajun fries, but. I don't like the Cajun burps that come with it, oh, yeah. so I've, I've laid off the Cajun Cajun fries for a while. Bottomless drink, what are you choosing? Uh, peach, peach Fanta, or Peach, peach Fanta. Sprite. Interesting. Why peach? It's just nice, isn't it? <laughs> just nice. You never really get it, do you? You can, you can have, like, you get strawberry Fanta all day, mm. you get like, orange, you get fruit twist, there's grape out now, which apparently is quite nice. I like the grape one, it's just like... I was going to say... Rob will like that as well, because yep. he likes grape stuff. He does. Rob loves his grape, um, etc. But yeah, peach. When do you see a peach drink on the on the shelf? That's not like a peach flavored water. Other than like iced tea. Yeah. Fair iced play. tea's got that bitter taste where Fanta hasn't, or Sprite hasn't got the bitter taste. And it's bottomless drink as well. It's it? a bottomless drink, so oh. I can have as many as I want. And that's like what best part of ten quid? Yeah. No, it's like fifteen quid. Oh, okay. But in 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 dollars, it's like nine dollars. Yeah. That was the first thing we did when we got to New yeah. York. We dropped our bags off after being denied. No, it. no, we went. We dropped the bags off. Went to Times Square. Crossy said, "Wow." Yeah, Crossy said, "Wow" a lot. Then we went to Five Guys. Wow. wow, 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 wow. Yeah, we said, and then yeah, then we went to Five. Went for a little walk around. Went back to Five Guys. Had food and went back to the hotel. And it snowed overnight. It was mint. It was dead good. It was like a winter wonderland. <laughs> and. As we've mentioned, Crossy's injuries and how Crossy is very injury prone. Uh, the ongoing joke it's was. Not bad. <laughs> the ongo- <laughs> He's re- referring to me, not Crossy, obviously. Um, the ongoing thing was like, "Oh, Cross, what's your knee? What's your knee? We know what you like. We know you're fragile. It's cold." He's like, "Oh, the wind's getting to it. I can feel." It. It's like, oh, "All right, Cross, put your long johns on. We'll be fine." Um, we're walking through Central Central Park, playing Pokemon Go. And as you do, as you do. So the whole it's basically a safari zone. Really, so let's go get them rare Pokemons. And uh, we're walking through Central Park, snow all over the ground, like really, really like cool experience to be in that area and to be to be there whilst it's snowing and stuff. And then um, obviously all the jibes at Cross. It's like, hey, well, what's your leg? What's your knee? Don't want to fall over. What's your gummy leg? What's your leg? And um, some guy comes past on skis because that's no, land skis. Land skis. So that that that's cross that. cross country ski, isn't it? Cross country, yeah. So he comes past. I was like, whoa. And then I was like, oh, okay. Cross, yeah, what do you need? And then I fucking slip and fall on my ass. <laughs> we, we, were, we were traveling uphill, so that's my excuse. But it's no yeah. excuse. No, it's not an excuse. It's People on the skis didn't fall over going uphill. <laughs> you were wearing Neither should I. You were in the grippiest shoe that you could have found. It's true. And I fell straight on my ass. Thankfully, no bruising. It was all right. Didn't injure my leg. I was fine. Oh. Didn't have to... Uh, um, didn't have to go ahead and call out the uh, Italian um, ambulance. Scusi. <laughs> Mi scusi. My canito today. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, 
Thor Athens. Yeah, I mean, it's not his fault. And he's our friend, so <laughs> so we could. And and he, to be fair, as much as we dish it out, he does give it back a lot. Mm. Maybe more so to Rob than us, but yeah. Rob's probably the main perpetrator yeah. of in terms of giving it out and and receiving it. Um, <laughs> that was a bad phrase to use, but anyway. Um, so we'll, up the bum. Up the bum. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, let's talk. He doesn't of, actually. No, he doesn't. Just, just, uh, just a last glance of it. <laughs> what, what's your take on lad culture? Because uh, depends. There's a lot of lad culture which is awful. Like uh, I can't even think of an example. Something just, misogynistic. Yeah, yeah. But then there's like lad culture where it's yeah, ironically lad culture. Mm. Which I think we are ironically lad culture. Because I don't. Know what I mean? We're not really lad. Well, that's lads, the lads, 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 lads. We're not really like that. And like our first quote unquote lads holiday was a oh, weekend yeah. in Berlin. <laughs> Which, you know. We touched the football. We poured our own pints. We did. It was very civilized. We we, we hired bikes. <laughs> yes. And my bum really hurt the day after. Yeah, those bikes weren't comfy. No. Mo bikes. Have you still got Mo bike credit on your phone? No, I got rid of it. Oh, did you? We got rid of them at Manchester because all the knobheads were. Ripping them apart. Oh, the last. I saw someone driving through Staley Bridge the other day on one, <laughs> but like the whole like the lock thing was taken off the back of it, and he was just like pedaling his way through. No, he's the reason. It's people like that that yeah. ruined it for everyone else. Dear me. No, but yeah, there's some like culture which is disgusting. Mm. But I don't I mean, think as long as as long as you're not uh, hurtful to anyone with it, I think it's fine. Yeah, you're not going to use it as a. There's a difference between like. Having a laugh and just being a complete prick for the sake of being a prick. Yeah. Um, I think like the, like the thing you mentioned there with irony is quite interesting. Like we do a lot of things ironically. Like yeah. the whole like like it's going back maybe some years and like the terminology of that, but the whole like say like chav culture or whatever, yeah. where they used to like there was a depiction of them speaking a particular way, or yeah. there was and it, or there was like f- like phrases and terminology, and now it's like. You start doing it ironically. Everyone just says mint. And now everyone does it. It's like, oh yeah, sick, sound, mint, dead good. Dead good? Dead good. Two Two for a quid. Two for a quid, dead good. Adam's got a a bunch of unlisted videos on YouTube. I think Rob's got them as well. Of just like little snippets from things. Like there's there's bits from Berlin. There's bits from... um, This time I came back to... Uh, the flat that me and Rob were living in during our final year of uni. I've just been going for some drinks with my dad because he was in town. So. <laughs> loads. The bar. Loads. Loads of drinks with me dad. And then we get... I come back home and I, I recently bought some... Um, are you going to play the video? <laughs> I'm going to find the video. Um, Dead good. <laughs> dead good. Um, they were dead good. They cleaned your washing machine and I got two for a quid. I don't see what the problem is. Um, so, um, yeah, so there's a bunch of videos on there. I, I've got a great idea that I'm going to say it on here. Like, we do a thing called this, you know, talking about the irony and the whole like lad thing. We do a thing called Ladmus, where oh, yeah. us four, um, you recently joined, and it was used to be me, Crossy, and Rob, but you've joined the, the group now as well, and we do like yeah. a. I was finally allowed in. <laughs> I don't like, know why it took so long to be 
I don't know why I did either, actually. I don't know. Nevertheless, it's good to have you here. I'm here. And we basically just exchange gifts with one another, set ourselves like £5, £10 limit, and then we just sit and watch Die Hard and eat some pizza. And because Die Hard is the ultimate Christmas movie. And um, we... Oh, God, are you playing the video from Berlin where it's like nine minutes long? Right. Oh, that one's broke. Oh. Oh, no. What was that? The thing on. Hey! Hey! Don't leave now! I'll get lost! This is well German, this. You are Germs, love. That's terrible. Are germs, lad. <laughs> oh, the idea that I was going to say was that I had the idea that we could just sit at Ladbus, put some, set up some cameras or something, and just film our reactions to us watching ourselves when we were in like New York or Berlin or just stupid videos that we watched. They would just put a compilation on, and then we could put that as another unlisted video <laughs> and we can watch it again. And then we'll watch that and record our reaction to that. But anyway, what, what, what where would you, um, where would you ideally like to go next? Whether it be... What a transition. Uh, where where would I like to go next? Or where should we go next? Both. Both. Where would I like to go next? I'd yeah. like to go back to New York. Back to New York. Yeah. I'm trying to convince Becky. She wasn't, she's having none of it. Okay. Uh, she don't like it. She's never been. I don't know I don't know why she don't like it. Because she's never been. Mm. Um, where I'd, like, I'd like to go to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. As lads, maybe. Mm-hmm. Probably better as lads. It's nice. It's nice place. I went there on a school trip. It's, cult- it's cultured. I mean, I would like to go to Berlin again, to be honest, in like summer. Or Amsterdam, obviously, because lads, lads, lads. Lads, 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 dam, dam, dam. Lad, lad Van Hamburg's meant to be all right, isn't it? Hamburg. Croatia. I mean, quite nice. I've been interested by Croatia. One place that I really want to go is Switzerland. Go to Dubrovnik. Is that in Croatia? That is in, uh, yeah, that's in Croatia. Mm-hmm. Bulgaria, apparently, is quite oh, nice. Yeah. Tenerife. Tenerife. Lanzarote. Magaluf. Shagaluf. Ibiza. <laughs> Benadorm. Let's go. It's cheap. We'll have a good time, wherever we go. Um, anywhere, basically. I'll go anywhere. Anywhere. I think that's a lot. takes a lot of planning and a lot of yeah. organisation. Especially now, Crossy's down south. Crossy lives down south. Um, he's a bit preoccupied with some woman or something. And, um, Excuse me? Um, I don't know. I thought he wasn't allowed to talk about that. I'll talk about what? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Crossy. <laughs> um, Rob lives in Swinton. Um, you live next in Stanley Bridge. To the, next to the building society. Yes. And <laughs> it's all right. I live in Huddersfield, which is near Halifax, which is near the building society. It's a bank, actually. Yeah, one of them as well. Um, but I mentioned earlier about well, you mentioned football, about how we watched the football the day after that we met and stuff like that. Oh, so, right. football's like one of our big bonds. You're a Manchester United fan. I am a Liverpool fan. Mm. Um, your dad's a Liverpool fan, though. My so dad is a Liverpool fan. What was his take and what's... How, uh, how do you feel being in he, being raised by a, Liv- a Liverpool fan? He believes that I was a Liverpool fan when I was younger. Okay. Why well, I, I don't believe any of this. Um, is there, like, photographic evidence of you, like, no in a kit or There is no photographic evidence of no. me in a kit. Not anymore, anyway. <laughs> Not anymore. It's deleted. <laughs> Apparently, there was a picture of me 
but that pitch, the head picture was used for something else. I don't know what it was. Was it changing the kit from Liverpool to United? <laughs> but yeah, and then, then I've got a picture of you with Liverpool blanket. Oh, when you don't. You, yeah, when you kicked it, doesn't count, does it? Yeah, it was more for hospitality, wasn't it, as it opposed was, to yeah. um, fandom. I don't know. To be honest, though, because Liverpool was shit, you didn't really speak about Liverpool that much, did you? But now Liverpool, <laughs> now Liverpool are getting better again. He's building big bollocks all of a sudden. So <laughs> we've had United fans have had our fun now, apparently. Yeah. So it's your turn now again. Well, the the thing that I've said is um, this season is that I like the competitiveness of the Premier League, and I think that like that like it's gone from being like a, it was. A, it's better. It's as an outsider now, I imagine it's much more entertaining now because we won the league a stupid amount of times over twenty years. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> a, it seemed like a foregone conclusion. You had arguably the best manager in history yep. running a team that. Tom Cleverley has won the Premier League. Anderson has won the Premier League. Bebe. Bebe. <laughs> won the Premier League. Pretty sure Eric Jemba Jemba, so good he named him twice. Named Jonathan him twice. Greening has a Champions League winner's medal. I imagine Luke Chadwick has got a Premier League medal or two. He has. <laughs> but it's all these players that are just, let's be fair, don't necessarily shit. deserve, and yeah, they're shit. <laughs> they don't deserve winner's medals in that sense. But they're a professional footballer, they're getting paid and they're playing for one of the biggest clubs, if not, at the time, the biggest club in the world and still noticeably one of the most recognisable clubs in the world. Oh, aye. So, yeah, if I was in that position where I had won the Premier League or something like that and I had played, like, five games, even if just it's just the, it's you know, it's the honour of playing for that club at that time and, you, like you say, you're working under one of the, if not the greatest manager of all, of all time in, in the modern era uh, anyway. Um, but... In terms of football, then what sort of drew you to United? Like, was there a specific player? Was there a specific moment where you were like enticed by it, or whatever? Uh, I don't know. I can't really remember. To be honest, I remember. I remember being thinking David Beckham was mint, and Roy Keane was mint when I was a lot younger, like when I was like six or seven. And so, then, so it was like Beckham, like the first sort oh, of I, player. Beckham, I think, pretty sure everyone who. Looked like football. Everyone who was a kid in the nineties thought Beckham was the, the dog's bollocks, basically the, amazing. Hmm. He but, like he like surpassed football and went into his own fame. Right. And, and yeah, he's he probably still is up there. with probably my favorite footballer. I would say David Beckham playing for Man United is probably a lot of the reason why a lot of people We're do support Man United now. Especially a lot of people from like London and that lot. Yeah, like but, it's, it's it's like he's like the icon. He 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 was the. The poster child for yeah. that whole it's same same way like a lot of Irish people support United because George Best played for them. Yeah, and the same way like in Liverpool you had like players from bygone eras all during like the seventies yeah. and eighties and stuff that were like synonymous with Liverpool as well. So, um, but who is your favorite footballer of all time then? Who's my favorite footballer of all time? Mm-hmm. Lionel Messi. Why? Used to be Paul goals. Used to be Paul used to be Paul Scholes, but it, Messi's just better. Isn't he? Messi's better than everywhere. He's an actual like footballer. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't like Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo's good, but Messi's better. Ronaldo's learned everything. Messi just he came out of the womb knowing how to play football. He's like got you know natural talent he's that like, is just he's superhuman. Like he against the odds as well. Like he was told he was too small to play yeah. for like Barcelona, and he's just like. Yeah. 
he's just used it to his advantage. The fact that he can be yeah. so nimble and agile and all that, yeah. he can just he can blitz a player. So I was going to ask you like the question: Who's better, Ronaldo or Messi? Messi, all uh, day, any day. I think we've touched on it in the anyone past. can score a goal outside the box. Mm. Messi can start the halfway line and dribble past eleven players and dribble past the same eleven players again and still score a goal. And I think, um, like, we've had that sort of debate with us three that I think we all became, we all agree with one another that we think Messi's better. And it was that same argument. It was like, Ronaldo is a goal scorer. Yeah. He's probably the best goal scorer. I'd, I'd easily have both of them on my team. How would they, I reckon it would be a massive clash? Would it be too oh, egotistical? Yeah. Would it Imagine just... who's taking the free kicks, who's taking the penalties. <laughs> who's captain? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just, who... let, just let the keeper. Yeah. Keeper takes everything. Keep, no. us, keep us on corners. Louis Saha in the middle. <laughs> Louis. <laughs> Thomas Helveg on the wing. Comes back again. <laughs> Solskjaer in the middle. Um, what What do you think is a realistic ambition for the next season for Man United? Uh, not get relegated. <laughs> I was going to say top four, but all right. <laughs> no, I'd say uh, anything other than where we are now. Anything above six. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd happily take top four. If you if you were Man United manager, yeah. what would you do? Kind of would it be a massive cull of players? Can I talk about my football manager United. Oh yeah, if you want to. So, just a little how good I am at football manager. I won United, I won the league of United thirty five years in a row. That is all. <laughs> thirty five years in. A... Just rewriting the history books. That is that is all. <laughs> just putting it out there, Ed Woodward. I should be in with a shout. In with a shout. If someone forwarded this on to Woodward's like personal account. Pass it on. But yeah. Pass the pod. But yeah, what was he going to say? If you were Man United manager then, yeah. realistically, um, what would you do to go ahead and what changes need to be made, whether it be from your perspective as a fan or like if you were a manager, what would be the first things that you do? Really, uh, to... Ban social media. Ban social media. Straight up, just ban social media from the dressing room in, tra- in training. Do, it, do it what you want at home, but God, the amount of this crap that Jesse Lingard and Rashford put up Awful. Get rid of Ashley Young. Get rid of Phil Jones. And then build a team around Pogba. Mm-hmm. Build a team around the Kaku up top because I think he gets a bad rep for some reason. Don't really know why. Get Delitting or some sort of stocky centre back. And that's it. New right new right back, new right winger. Someone to replace Herrera. We're sorted. Right. You heard it here first, Wilwood. Get on it. Sort him out. 35 years. Um, what's the best football kit ever best made? Football kit ever made is the one that United wore at half time and took it off at half time against Southampton. <laughs> that, that is the best kit ever made. That horrible grey, the grey, horrible. Looks like mushed up paper, newspaper, pa- that one. paper mache yeah. sort of like chip paper kind of colour. That one or the special edition um, that team in Sweden that I sent you in Crossy that time. Oh, um, H-I-K. I can't remember what the, the actual name is for it, but it says like H-I-K on the, on the chest. But it's like all black or like black and gold or whatever. Would, really would, nice. you, would you buy a football kit based on aesthetically pleasing? Just yeah. like, that looks sick. I the Nigeria that. kit. Mm. That's pretty good. That sold out, didn't it? Yeah. Like when it got launched for the World Cup. I'd say France always have a nice kit as well. Mm. Nice. The Liverpool kit last season was quite nice. You mean the one that's just been... Just the, been the one they've just played in? Or the one before? Uh, the one they've just played in, yeah. Yeah, just, just basically really yeah. really simple design. Just yeah. again. Just the United one we had the other year, it was like black, 
with like the grey pattern from the original Adidas pattern that we had was mm. like the chevrons. What did you and... What do you think of the new one? Because they got like a blacked out badge. Like I quite like it. It looks better. It, it seems again like a bit of a throwback to like one yeah. from twenty it's years the ago. Kit of twenty years of from winning the treble, but we're not even in the Champions League anymore. So you know, whatever. Just, just, just celebrating that. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. What's your favourite football memory? Favourite football memory. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say recently was Kieran Trippier scoring a free kick against that- Croatia. Or winning the penalty, winning England, win, seeing England win the penalty shootout. Actually, the best football memory was just last summer. It's coming home. It's coming home. Who didn't love it? Everyone loved football for six weeks. <laughs> it was mint. There was like parties in the street. There was like everyone was happy. I was watching it in work. Germany got knocked out by South Korea. The weather was great. The weather was great. It was beautiful. Everyone was mad for it. There was a massive fire on the moors outside. It was great. <laughs> I don't think that was that great. I couldn't open the doors for ages, but it's fine. Because of like how much, um, because of how much like smog was it, or smoke, whatever. Yeah. Just because of that, it's been loads of fires on the moors recently. It's been yeah. a bit shit. People just like get overexcited. It's like, oh, it's a bit warm. Time to have a barbecue. Right. Just do it on the moors. Oh wow. And not be sensible with it. But there we go. That's all good. But what? yeah, World Cup last year, amazing. Dead good. I mean, obviously United winning the Champions League is quite nice, and yeah, I Premier mean, League and, but as as we sit here recording this now, we're on the eve of a Champions League final. Where, or well, this year as well, in terms of like English top flight football, you've had the two biggest European competitions in um, available Champions League and Europa League being contested between four English teams, mm. and I think that for been the ten years. I was going to say it's 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 been a long time since we've had, well, let alone just more more than one team hmm. in this position anyway. Two come along at once. Yeah, and it's trying to start the the, the semi finals in the Champions League were quite quite good, entertaining, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, well, you had um, Lucas Morris scoring in the last minute, you lot coming back from three 0 down against Barcelona, winning four 0 and you just yeah, and it was like but what was great was like they were like as soon as you watch one, it's like how can that beat that one? Like the next day, it's like amazing. It's last, like last second, last minute. It's incredible storytelling. I think I'm obviously going to be biased and say that Liverpool, like I want Liverpool to win, but I think that the stories that have been told individually, like Tottenham, mm. were a team that had a lot of players that were heavily at the World Cup, had. Didn't invest in anyone because financially they couldn't because they got a new season. They haven't bought anyone for like four years. And, they, and they've gone ahead and had substantial season finishing in the top four. Did they come, did they come third in the they end? They come... Or fourth? I think they came fourth, but that's just because they had a terrible end to the season. And again, they've had other injuries and stuff, but they haven't invested in the team. They've managed to get to this position, knock out City as well, mm. and in incredible circumstances with that. Hilariously, and, I cannot say. And you know, no. still ha- Harry Kane wasn't a feature in like the past like couple of games as well. Been off like a month now, I think two months. And month now. yeah, and so like to be in this position that they're in now is a huge achievement, and it's a testament to Pochettino. It's the reason why you know other big clubs are going to be coming in for him and, and wanting to come in for him because the fact that he can take a team of players with great potential and then mm. turn them into you know, match winners turn them into to tournament winners and stuff. Mm. On the flip side of that, you've had Liverpool who have gone on for this amazing season and 
it's getting to the point now where they haven't. It doesn't feel like they've overachieved. If they think if they won the Premier League, it would be like, yeah, great. They've they've done everything they could. Obviously, it didn't happen for whatever reason. But there's the and we sort of let a ten point lead go in in the winter. But we still ended a season where we've only lost once in in a whole oh, yeah. thirty eight season. It's impressive, and like. We haven't lost at home in the best part of like three seasons, mm. and it's like crazy to think that that that's. We still haven't won anything, and we still haven't won anything. So it's like we need this now. We we need something to show for it. We can't just be second best again. And you know, it was talked about as well this season where like it got to the point where it was like it was a two horse race for the title. But then there was that like between third place and then like through to eighth, there was this ongoing competition of like yeah. it seemed like nobody wanted to finish in the top four because yeah. everyone just. Like Arsenal and Chelsea, and well, we had United had the greatest opportunity to finish in the top four, and then decided that we just didn't want to play football for ten games. But but like the ten games that um, previous were like, the, oh, yeah. the team was rejuvenated. They, oh, it was they at won. the wheel. Everything. Everyone seemed like, yeah, there we go. That they were going to be back. And and I said this is what I was going to say earlier. Like we, I, I, as a fan, I, I like competition. I like to be competitive nature. Like I've obviously got my favorite teams and favorite players and this that and the other, and I'll have a bias, but. With me, it's like I went through those years of United being the best team, and I always look forward to like the Liverpool United derby because it was like it's a derby, anything can happen. It doesn't matter if we're in tenth and you're in first, or if we're in first and you're in tenth. It doesn't matter where it is because it's a derby. It's a mm. one-off. Still, it still means the same thing, three points or not, or or whatever. But I was excited to see when Hope, when Jose got sacked or resigned, whatever it was, sacked. Whenever he got when he got sacked. I was interested to see who would come in because I want that competition because I don't want it to be just like like you said earlier. It was like United winning the season year after year, and it was just like there was the competitiveness wasn't really there as much. Whereas now, like you've got City and Liverpool, I'd like someone yeah. else challenging, whether it be a Tottenham, whether it be United, yeah. and or, or something like that. I want that competition as well. I want to because it just makes for entertaining football. Thing is, as well though, like there used to be there was that time when. Like I'd say, like two thousand and five to two thousand and twelve, where anyone below fifth, see, just beat them. Anyone, anyone yeah, could beat them. Like, like any any team, any first to fourth could just beat any other team in the league. But now it's got to the point where you got like Wolves or Watford, Leicester, Leicester, and like Leicester oh, winning the league. Leicester winning the league. I think that's what changed it all for everything. And then that's where like you had Leicester in the Champions League the next season, and even getting through like the. Um, the first round of groups, they just get into the next next mm. next round and stuff. They didn't have a strong finishing in the league, but they've got the benefit of that. They've got the experience of that. They've had players then move and invested, and they're still and now they've got Brendan Rodgers as a manager, so they're still going to be like it's little claps. I probably didn't get caught up very well, but um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder what that was. Then I was like, what? Um, yeah, you've now got a position where. You know they are one of those teams that is challenging for like that Europa League spot. It's not like a challenge for Europa League now between yeah. like the top ten through. Suddenly, side to... it's, it's over the past because I think as as much as Europa League gets like a bad rep for being oh it's Thursday night or whatever, but when you get the bigger teams winning it and actually mm. caring about it, the little teams now want to be in it mm. as well. And at the same time, like if you have like the the League Cup winners or if one of the top four teams is already in. Yeah guaranteed qualification for the Champions League or anything like that then it just goes down to the next team available based on based on the circumstances so there's always something to play for now in the league which is a lot more 
it's a lot more competitive than what it used to be, which is good. Yeah. So what? Uh, we talked about football before, there. Before the next, can I get another drink? Oh, go on then. You go and get another drink. You go get, do you want to get your drink for him? Oh yes, please. Um, can I have a hot Dr Pepper, please? A hot Dr Pepper. Yeah, boiled Dr Pepper. Yeah, please, yeah, sure. Okay, thank you. Pardon? I don't have any Dr Pepper. Oh well. You can have water. I'll have water. It's fine. Water around you want? No, it's fine. I'll have some water. I'll be okay. The gravy. <laughs> Some thick bisto. Fizzy vim. <laughs> Some hot Dr. Pepper. Fizzy vim bisto. Um, Adam just got another beer. Adam just got another beer. So, well, yeah, we'll bring it, bring the football section to a close. Um, I want to ask. Can, you can carry listening now, Becky. Yeah, that's welcome back, Becky. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Um, just quickly say then, who's Becky? Oh, Becky's my girlfriend. Okay, how long have you been with Becky for? Uh, too long. <laughs> <laughs> Reckon she'd say the same. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it now? Six years coming up. Six years off. Yeah, coming up six years. You got together in first first year, first year of uni. Is that, is that is that six years? Yeah, but yeah, it will be. Three. Yeah, six be. years. Six years this year. That's good. How how was how was that? It's alright. <laughs> um, it's We're good friends. We can take the piss out of each other. And we it's can have a go at each other. We can, yeah. It's just a, it's not nothing. It, just, it seems like you've just got you've got everything sort of. Everything's where it needs to be. It's very comfortable with one another. Yeah. It doesn't seem so overly complicated. It's, it's 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 nice to know we both can be absolute idiots in the safety of our own flat with each other, like do stupid noises and stupid impressions and. Whatever. Stupid do, faces. What sort of stupid impressions do you do? Oh, I'm not doing anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's not here, obviously. Yeah. So, um, okay, fair enough. Um, what is the what's your most prized possession? My most prized possession. I, also, I've noticed every time I ask you a question, you repeat it, and you say, like, "My most prized possession." It's like it's like, like there is an echo. I don't know. It's just I don't know. Just sort of triggers something in your head. Yeah, maybe. I'm just not very good at. Don't know. My concentration's not that good. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Probably because I've got ADHD. It's like that. Becky, no. Becky likes to say that I don't look at anyone in the eye as well when I speak to them. I don't do that. No. I think that's. I think that's something that's on the act inside of me, where I've just like been taught to either focus on one thing or. So I'm not distracted. I'm not just like staring into things, like yeah. staring into people's eyes. I think that's slightly off-putting. Like, I feel. Like, I feel if I look at someone, if so, if, I, if I look at someone when I'm talking to them, I'll just end up. Like you're doing right now, <laughs> like yeah, like I just, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking like through you, past you. Yeah. So I feel it's better to not look at them and just look at like. I sometimes else. find it just so intense. Like if someone is just staring at you as they're talking, it's like, all right, yeah. calm down. I remember like a tutor had a go at me once for doing it at uni. He's like some like, he wasn't like a proper tutor. He just came in for like a couple of weeks because someone was ill, and right. I was like talking about my work, and he's like, oh, look at me when when I'm talking when you're talking to me, and I was like, I just kind of was like no. <laughs> this is how I operate. Yeah, so this is, I'm comfortable doing this, so it's all right. Double denim, Dan. <laughs> Double denim, Dan. Was his name Dan? I don't know. I can't remember his name. I just he was just wearing double denim at the time. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> double denim, Dan. Yeah. Um, uh, Price possession. Yeah. Like, is there is there anything like you've received, or is there anything that you just sort of like? I'd say my um, graduated uni and that 
thing. That's, oh, that's okay. Like a possession. That's like a prized possession, isn't it? Really, like the physical thing. Like the. She's, well, it's not. It's not really a certificate, but it's like it's kind of like a physical thing getting through you, isn't it? Really, if you know what I mean. Like in yourself, it's you've done it. You've you're proud of yourself. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're coming from. So, like it's... within myself, it's a possession. I own that degree. That is me. I did I that. Got, I got a first in we... graphic design. I was going to say graphic design leads on very nicely to um, to like the type of work you do. So, in one of the previous podcasts with Chris, like he did like fine art and stuff. So he's he's doing his own thing and stuff. But you work as a graphic designer. What's like in your opinion? It, it, like what what are the differences between like fine art and graphic design? Because my knowledge of it is, is limited either way. But uh, I'd say fine art is. You'd... I did fine art in college. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's like fine art. You're doing stuff more your hands and like using like multimedia like paint and like just like, anything like newspaper oh when, when you said paint and <laughs> i thought you meant like windows paint oh yeah ms paint <laughs> <coughs> you can do that if you want yeah still fine contemporary isn't it? <laughs> just put a line on it put print it out at like a4 put it on a gallery wall and someone will go hmm, mm. i like that ah yes someone cross here <laughs> ah yes hmm i can see what they're trying to say Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right, enough of him. Right. But yeah, fine. It's completely different. It's just like, I'd say like graphic design, you just, you, you know, like 99% you're going to do it on your computer. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do it with, like, you're going to have grids. Like, you're going to, you, it's it's hard to explain, like, graphic design, really. There's so many different ways you can do it. Like, you can do web design. Yeah. Which is what I'm doing now currently. Well, you're always going to be on a computer. You're always going to be working within the constraints of a web, a window. Yeah, okay. Whereas if you did, like, if you did, like, uh, creative design, you can be doing, like, 70-foot by 70-foot billboards in Times Square and, like, getting your work out there and, like, whatever. Like, graphic design's everywhere, though. Like Advertising, obviously, very advertising. heavily. You, like, you, you, like, broadband router or your PlayStation or your... Like any game you play, there's going to be a graphic designer there doing the menus or the. The same with like the tables that yeah. for like you know places like IKEA and mm-hmm. like everything's designed in a certain way and that's what beer gra- cans. It's what graphic design is. Bones. Is everything is contributing Whereas to. Whereas you say fine art would be more like it's something that's going to go in a gallery. Yeah, like I say, more, more contemporary. Yeah, the yeah. idea is that you're going to make something that's going to be really good and you're going to sell it, like whether that be some clay or. Like a painting or mm-hmm. like an installation or whatever. So what? So what drew you to like that sort of thing, like with graphic design? I was really good at drawing when I was younger. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what was someone it? said in year three? I got up to do. My, my, so I was in year three, and obviously when you're in like primary school, you have to do like an hour of art or something, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And my teacher noticed that I could sort of draw for a three-year-old, a year three kid. What, how old would you be in year three? Seven. Um, Eight, nine, six. <coughs> At least three. <laughs> <laughs> so he's four years in five. Yeah, seven. I'd say seven. Seven going on eight, yeah. 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 And I, I got I got asked to get up and draw a picture of Neil Armstrong on the moon. And did you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Did it look just like him or not? Uh, well, it looked, in my head, I thought, it, in my head now as a memory, it looked shit hot. <laughs> but probably looking back, <laughs> you, it's probably Have you still shit. got it somewhere? Like a, yeah, yeah. I remember like just standing there. Would you would you put it up on your wall? It's like this. No, it was, on, this... it was on it was on a whiteboard. Oh, okay. 
I was gonna say, have you got a picture of it though? No, no. All oh, right, okay. In my head, I got a picture of it, and it looked mint. But like, yeah. And then since then, how was the? Oh, Adam, can you draw this? Adam, can you do this? And we had him. Oh, yo, minute bubble writing. <laughs> Remember bubble writing? You can draw them S's that yeah, everyone did. The three lines and the yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I can do it three D. Whoa, trippy. And then, like, since then, I was like, I always wanted to draw. Yeah. I like drawing at like school and like. We used to do this weird thing where you'd like get a piece of paper and you'd draw like a squiggly line on it, like a like a splat. Yeah. And you'd just like make an island and you'd draw houses on it. It's really weird. I don't know why we did it. So you take like an A4 piece of paper, yeah, draw yeah. a shape, and that shape is then an island, then yeah, you and build you draw houses on it. And you'd go around saying, oh, what house do you want? And then you'd draw it for them. Everyone did it. And now you're doing that and getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing houses, yeah. Um what um what's the biggest accomplishment? I'll try that again. What's your biggest accomplish uh, accomplishment in like professionally then in terms uh, of the work that you've done and the work you're doing now and uh, maybe say like a little bit like where you're working now and well, I'd say getting here is probably my biggest accomplishment. Like because I nearly dropped out in college doing graphic design. Was it why why were you considering that? Because uh, I just thought I'm not very good at this, mm. and then I ended up being alright at. It. <laughs> and now I got a first in it, so. But it's just kind of, I didn't really like the woman who was teaching us, Sarah, I think she was called. And then, like, um, yeah, but then she was, like, convincing me to carry on because she thought I was quite good at, like, because that's what I did find out as well, like I said. Mm-hmm. She, she liked my, my work because I did, like, loads of, I just made a mess on a page and it looked alright. Because you were, like, throwing something at the wall and it stuck and went, mm-hmm. yeah, I just work with mm-hmm. that. But yeah, and then obviously going to uni and getting a degree and whatever. Mm. And like, I left the uni and sat around for six months thinking I should probably get a job at some point. <laughs> and I got a job working at JD Sports. Not in like the shop. Retail, not retail. No, yeah. not retail. Like in the head office doing graphic design for them. It's not the most glamorous job. Seems that seems, from what I've seen on Instagram and stuff, you've got a good team with you. Oh yeah, team's best. Honest, best team I've ever worked with. Yeah. Funniest people ever. There's currently a dildo in someone's drawer, <laughs> tied to the the tied to the broken end of a table tennis bat. Because one like one group, the photographers went to Bongo, Bingo Bongo's Bingo, is it? Yeah, yeah. And they came back with a double ended dildo, put it in someone's drawer. Do they know it's there? Oh, they know it's there. Oh, right, okay. No, so like, I was gonna so, say this is like a massive like spoiler or surprise. Maybe. No, they like <laughs> they got the double. Someone brought it in and put it in this lad's drawer. I think it was her, her boyfriend's drawer. Right. And I was looking for something in his drawer because he sits next to him. <coughs> and I was like, oh, where's the scissors or the tape or whatever? <laughs> the drawers, third drawer down. I was like, ah, two dildos in there. <laughs> two dildos in the drawer. And I was everyone, everyone look at the dildos. <laughs> and then kind of closed the drawer and waited for Connor to get back in. And I was like, oh, Connor, looking in your drawer. And there was... Just two dildos and we were, <laughs> just, we were just throwing them around for a couple of days and one's, did you, did you one's, in, one's of... in someone's bag. Right. Don't, I don't know. I don't know if they, that person knows. Did um, you end up like playing like ping, using as ping pong paddles and stuff no, like that? No, we were just kind of like swinging it around. <laughs> so yeah, so then like one dildo ended up going around, different people, different drawers. <laughs> That's a poor choice of words. It's fine. She went all around. It was dog. washed, it was clean. That's all right. Um, it was all above board. It was so all like taped, we put them in someone's pocket, put it in someone's bag, 
taped him to someone's arms on the chair. <laughs> right, so when they got back from dinner... So they had, like they had joysticks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a like, gaming computer. Like armrest. Yeah. It's like they pulled the chair out from under the table and there was just two dildos on their armrest. Oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then like the next day I came in and... I think I was ill that day. And then the next day I came in and John was like, oh, it better not be in my drawer. I think this was how it went. And he opened the drawer and it was a it was a broken table tennis bat racket that I broke. Oh, and right. it, the dildo was sellotaped to that. <laughs> so it was like a, a, a wobbly table tennis racket. So you play a lot of table tennis now? You're like oh, actually, we've gone off table tennis. We've gone to pool now. You're gone to pool. I was mm. going to say, like, in terms of like the office space you're in, it sounds very like very open, relaxed, a very creative workspace to be oh, in. Yeah. And um, to there's have never, those... There's a- never a dull day at the JD Sports Fashion PLC head, uh, head office studio thing. <laughs> so... Um, is being in that environment is that a really nice stimulating environment to be in terms of work um, when obviously you've got people that are you know like minded and stuff so oh yeah like there's people that work there now who are like older than me and they're saying like they're like this is the best place I've ever worked because how well people get on with each other mm-hmm. and how like you see the other places they sit there in silence with suits on or whatever but here you can come in wearing whatever you want put whatever music on you want listen to whatever videos you want to listen to <coughs> sorry sorry and um, yeah it's just so relaxed like yeah we get like at dinner because it's in the off the the, the the building is within an old chart factory so there's loads of other offices yeah okay as well like not just JD it was, it was in a what sorry another what you know, Sharp Electronics oh Sharp Electronics okay yeah it used to be it was their old factory it's called right. the Sharp Project now um, but yeah, there's like table tennis tables and pool tables and foosball and all that. Lot. It's great. Best place I've been. Lovely. Yeah. Great. Uh, what um, What are your intentions with that? Then obviously you're working there. You're looking at working and moving your way up there, or well, I already moved my way up slightly. Mm-hmm. Started as a junior, middleweight now, <laughs> rolling in the money. You're gonna move up to heavyweight next and be oh, like, yeah. take on Anthony Joshua. Take on Anthony Joshua. Yeah, I hope he loses. <laughs> um, what was I going to say but yeah I mean as of right now I'm I'm sort of happy and I'm sort of not so sort of, I've sort of like stuck. You've, you've still got that hunger in there like, to do something else I'm at that level now I've been there for two years where I kind of think like I want to at this point in my life I'm only 25 I've, there's no point staying here forever as good as it is like yeah. it's, 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 it's one of the places that is going to help you to get to where you want to be yeah yeah which is ultimately where then, like, do you have to look at your own business? You're looking at oh, my, being... my own business would be miles off now. Like, yeah. a good like twenty years away now, I reckon. Is, is, just... is that something you want though? I'd like to. Like, I'd I'd I'd, I'd love to, like, have a few mates and make a business of, like design business, or whatever. But it's just getting the client, the clients, getting the clients is the hardest bit. Mm-hmm. But as of now, I think I just want to go around like creative workplaces do a lot more like freelance stuff as well um i mean is, is there opportunity still for doing freelance stuff even though you're working for uh yeah like a big I've company done, like i've done a little bit it's just getting the time to do it mm-hmm. so harder to do it like because you want to spend you end up wanting to spend more time on your freelance stuff than you want to do with your work stuff because with your freelance stuff you're able to just do whatever you want yeah like those posters i showed you you can cross oh yeah like, with that, I was told, can I have a poster with whatever on it? 
Whereas at work, it's like, we need this with this and this and this and this. Needs to be at these dimensions, needs to be this and needs to be available for that, that, and that. Because like you do a lot of promotional stuff, I see, like in terms of like Instagram and stuff. Like you're doing a lot of like, like gifts and oh, yeah. sort of like promotional ads for um, like you meant, we mentioned Annie Joshua. Like there's a lot yeah. of stuff because he's like one of the ambassadors for JD, isn't oh, he, right, or yeah. something like that. So a lot of the stuff that you like that we could see like as JD on sports or whatever on um, on like Instagram and stuff, mm. they could be work that stuff that you've worked on or worked oh, or yeah. contributed towards, and it's like. Like what? What? What's, is it like satisfying or like uh, what, what's the feeling seeing that? In, it's nice, in... but uh, it's not the best work I've ever produced. So I'm never like, oh, I did that. I'm a bit like, yeah, I'm not like I like it. I like knowing that people looked at it and like fifteen thousand people liked it or whatever. But the novelty sort of worn off because but it's yeah. it's not necessarily you, yeah. like you're working within someone else's yeah. vision, really, aren't you? Yeah. But like those gifts and stuff, they're kind of off my own bat. Like the like the all the not knockout ones and round ones and yeah, whatever. Like people around the world could be using them right now, and it'd be bit like imagine like you see like uh, I don't know like a promoter like Anthony Joshua's promoter, I can't remember mm-hmm. his name. Like he's he's posted an Instagram post and he's using like my gifts or whatever. Mint. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm a bit like well. I can't really say they're mine, but it's it's the fact that you know that they you've 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 contributed to it and you've done that. But like, then when you freelance and stuff like that, you can say you put it on your you website. You can take ownership like, of this it. This is mine. I did this. There was like a the girl sitting next to you has done like a Snapchat filler, and like everyone at Madison Square Garden this weekend for the fight. Well, the weekend of the fight, whatever it is, first of June. Oh, tomorrow then. It's tomorrow. Um, she's done a, she's done like a New York skyline and like oh, right. everyone so, in the stadium and stuff and outside and whatever can use it so like like 20,000 people might use her Snapchat filter that's like crazy that's to the, think about yeah. yeah like anyone could use it in that in the vicinity Anthony Joshua could use it he's, he's, the guy he's fighting against might use it you don't know like because she did it for like Wembley as well in like one of his last fights alright okay and I think it was like 5,000 people used it but I think it's ninety percent people like looked at. Yeah, so that you so, still, so say, people say, looking at it, just not using it. Yeah, so say like Wembley hold holds like ninety thousand people. Yeah, so eighty thousand people looked at it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think like the whole like global scale. I mean, it goes back obviously like to social media and yeah. stuff. But it's like it's 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 a, a it's an example of like in terms of the artistic and the creativity side of things, being able to use that and put it towards um you know, it's utilizing social media to bring people together and for artists and creators to get their work out and that kind of thing is still um still very much important although like i've said it in the past and one of the whole like catalysts for starting to do this thing is the fact that people don't talk anymore or there's less interaction but in the formats that we are communicating through like through thrones or facebook or whatever like that like those Snapchat filters and stuff—they contribute to. I did sound like I said phones, then didn't it? I said I meant phones, um, like but that sort of stuff. I thought it was like communicating through ravens and or like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Where's the point? What was, what's your thoughts on the Game of Thrones like finale? Uh, the finale wasn't as bad as everyone makes it out to me. Yeah, I totally agree. But the, se- the season was a bit shit. But yeah, the finale was—it it was probably going to always end like that. It needed, I think, like yeah. another two episodes. 
just for like storytelling filler. Like that, that's, yeah. but I feel like it was just everything was accelerated a bit too quickly. Even if they added two episodes in, it would definitely it would have ended the way it ended. Mm. Like that's probably how the book's going to end. So I'm not I'm not upset with how it ended. I feel like it tied a lot of loose ends and stuff in it. I feel like it made a lot of sense, and mm-hmm. it seemed like you know they went for a very sort of democratic sort of way of going about it, which is quite good. Um, given you know, the current political landscape of things, but nevertheless, Brexit. And all that shit, um, um, but yeah, sorry. Like all, all about <laughs> all about phones and stuff like the the way that we still communicate through social media and stuff like that. At least we can do it in a way that is aesthetically pleasing, because you know the likes of yourself and your coworkers. Your job is to create things that people are, you know, people look at. People look at. People are excited about, stimulated by, and my want, whole, want whole, to use like. Our whole job is to, as a graphic designer, the, the job is to catch someone's eye and go, oh, well, that's good. That's it. That's the job. If you do that, then you've done the job well. You're getting a reaction from people. Mm-hmm. That's a positive one. Um, we'll start to wind down and we're going to finish. How long has this been? Uh, just over an hour. Oh, that's all right. We'll be okay. But we've, we've talked a lot of stuff. We've talked a lot about football now as well. So yeah. it's probably going to be like a half an hour bit where people just may skip if they're not interested, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's how you and I... Yeah, but how I, are you, Jabola? Oh, I'm all right. Um, I'm a bit tired. Busy weekend. I'm off to Liverpool tomorrow to watch the Champions League final. Um, and then Sunday, I'm going to be doing another episode another recording with someone so that's exciting and um yeah been busy every single day this week absolutely knackered but well it might all be worth it it might not be we'll see how see how the situation goes tomorrow after you crying after the football yeah crying when you're five nil down to spurs in the seventh minute (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably i'll just get my car and go home um no i wouldn't but um, but yeah, like I said, we'll start, we'll start to wind down, yeah. and we're going to end with a couple of quick fire questions. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's all right. Whatever quick fire answers you have, they're probably going to be quicker than crossies. <laughs> um, um, oh, good um, question. That is a good question. Oh, good question. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, okay. So, what is the best gift you've ever you've ever received? Best gift I ever received was uh, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Why? Because it was the pinnacle of video games. Okay. Everyone in high school played it. Call of Duty Four was massive. Halo. Halo. Uh, GTA. I'd say it. Made my friends and like friends from back home like mm-hmm. closer and what we are now. Like yeah, we went to school together, but those extra hours like after school playing Call of Duty or whatever was, mm. was pretty mint. Xbox three hundred and sixty all the way. Okay, um, what is the best gig you've ever been to? Best gig? Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> Best gig I've ever been to. Arctic Monkeys. Uh, Arctic Monkeys on the AM tour. 
just wow. before my birthday because well it was just before my birthday it's a bit like a birthday treat mm-hmm. and Arctic Monkeys is my favourite band and they probably will for it, be for a very long time thoughts on the latest album uh, it's good it's quite good um, obviously it's not for everyone but mm-hmm. I can listen to it I can jam to it speaking from experience it's it's very impressive to see live mm. playing the news. Have you, have you seen oh, them? Yeah, yeah, you've you yeah. played them, yeah. yeah. So I think live is a different experience to like listening yeah, yeah. to on the album. Yeah. It's it's so much more like energetic than what you would think it would be. Yeah, and there's a lot more showmanship involved as well with Alex Turner. Mm. Um, it's but, like a it's a concept album anyway. Isn't it? Yeah, the next album will be completely different to that. Yeah, and it's important for artists and you know to. To experiment and do things different and yeah. go against what people maybe expected them. There's, there's subtle bangers on that album, mm. like four out of five, and um, the title track, Tranquility, Tranquility Base, Base Hotel and Casino. Casino. Mark speaking. Mm-hmm. How may I direct a call? Whoever is. Um, favorite album. Favorite album. Whatever people say, I am that is why I'm not. Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys. Why? Or, uh, definitely maybe, or um, thingy, what's the other one called? can't remember. Probably not my favourite album, if I can't remember the name of it. Stone Rose's album as well, that's always great. Any of them three. About Falls, where do Falls fit into it? Uh, I know I mean, you're a big, fall, fan of, a big fan of Falls. I'd say they're not my favourite, they haven't got one of my favourite albums, because like, they've got some of my favourite songs, but not my favourite albums, because the albums are so different, Like they're a bit iffy sometimes. Well, that brings me on to the next question. What's your favourite song? Favourite song ever? Mm-hmm. Good question. <laughs> I'd say, like... Didn't Crossy say, like, Spanish Sahara by Pauls? I don't think he answered he it. He didn't answer it. He didn't answer it. He was like, oh, God, there's far too many songs God, in the there's world. just so many there's songs. There's over a million songs in the world. Oh, know. gotcha. Um, also, follow hashtag just crossy things on Twitter yeah. to see some of the hilarious anecdotes from Andrew Cross. You know. Some may or may not be real. <laughs> Pure fiction made up by a writer. Uh, that writer is also Andrew Cross. Um, I'd say something like, probably like Spanish Sahara or anything off whatever people say I am. That album is great. Reminds me of high school mm-hmm. and college and uni and now because I listen to it that much. It's just great. What's the best festival you've been to? Because I know you've been to Glastonbury a number of occasions. Been to Leeds. No, I've been to Glastonbury once. Oh, I thought you've been a couple of times. No, this is my second time. Like, See, next this month. is this is me learning about people, breaking assumptions. Have you learned anything so far? I've I've learned loads, mate. Oh, sorry. Have you out there? Leave uh, your responses <laughs> and your messages on a postcard and send it in too. Uh, but yeah, no, probably like Leeds. No, I'd say Leeds because Glastonbury's meant, but. Like, there's a special place in my heart for Leeds. Like, was, it, was it your first festival? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Leeds, the period of, like, Leeds 2010 to 2012. Yeah. Those three, Nero, were, like, pretty spot on. Just, like, who I was with. Mm-hmm. Like, considering my first festival or whatever. Just turned into, sort of, 18, 19. Yeah, yeah. People were just learning to drive, like, yeah. going all down. and Yeah. yeah. Well, we got a coach, that was... We got a coach the first two years. I, I've been I've been four times. I went four times in a row. Um, I first two times went coach. Third time I drove. Fourth time I was living in Huddersfield. So that was when we were living across the hall from one another. Oh yeah. During uh, during that time, and 
I left with a tent and just didn't come back with it. My mum was so upset with me when, because of that. She was like, why have you left it there? It was such a good tent. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, but it just wasn't going to come back. It just didn't come back. But yeah, that those three years, mm-hmm. like seeing the Libertine strokes, I think Arctic Monkeys headlined in that time, maybe not. The last time I went, they they headlined. That was like the last of the AM tour. Oh yeah, no, the, that was the one I went to the last one. That was shit. As in, like the whole festival was crap, but... But yeah, just all my mates all doing whatever they wanted, like free. Just letting a bunch of seventeen to the average age for that festival was probably like seventeen to twenty, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Letting like seven like that average like ninety thousand <laughs> seventeen to twenty year olds run loose in a field with very little supervision. When you put it like that it sounds it sounds Barbaric <laughs> to have it to have that actually as a thing, but if people are willing willing to spend you know best part of two hundred and fifty odd quid on it. Then oh, right. more power to them, I guess. Yeah. Raking That's it great. in. Glastonbury though is it's Glastonbury it, great. How, how does Glastonbury differ to Leeds in that sense? Uh, Besides, obviously, like the sheer size the, of it. The. the uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sorry. <laughs> the demographics completely different. Like you get people it, like from ten to. Like seventy. There's a huge variety. It's a there's whole variety so festival. Many, there's so many acts. Who are you it... looking forward to seeing at uh, Glastonbury? Idols. Yeah. All the way, idols. Um, there was another thing you said to me the other day that you sent us into. You you've organised a spreadsheet. Oh, a basil brush. <laughs> <laughs> boom boom. <laughs> it's not on the kids kids tent like Sunday morning or something like that. If we're there, we'll make it. I mean, if we get if we if we make it, we'll. Uh, but, Imagine that, I'm a, like, just not sleeping the night before. I have a couple, have a couple of beers, like, go ahead. <laughs> say it, Catray, say it. <laughs> say boom, boom. <laughs> oh, brilliant. That sounds like a good way to, a, a good stopping point in that case. So, um, uh, thanks very much for having me. And, do, you uh, mean, do, you, do you mean, should I not say thank you very much for having me? Oh, well, you've, you, we're, we're, you, I mean, you are welcome. Oh, nevertheless. It's a pleasure. And um, have a lovely time at Glastonbury. Yeah. Have Take- a lovely time tomorrow. I will. Hope you lose. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, we'll I'm going to sit here on my own and watch it, but it'll be all right. Have a few beers. You can have a, have a laugh. A couple of Strellas. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you very much. Oh, also, oh. before we finish... Oh, surprise. You actually have a... In the same way how Crossy has a big like feature on the podcast in the sense that we chat all about him now and, and he came up with the name you came up with the logo you designed the logo I did. and i said you yeah, should have brought that in when i was talking about graphic design i really should have but i think i did the exact same thing i was thing thinking about it but i just couldn't get it in yeah it, was, it right. wasn't coming out that's all right so i said you have a something very simple i just want like a silhouette of a guy with a question mark i just put the name around it that's what i did and that's exactly what you did and that is why you should have a look at hitting Adam up on the socials for work. Yeah. And where can they reach you, Adam, if that's uh, the case? I've got a website called adamcotton.com. Uh, if you want to show the spelling, I imagine it will be in the title of this podcast. Yes, it will. Um, I've got Instagram, I've got Adam Cotton, and I've got Adam Cotton Studio. Uh, that's about it, really. Just them two. There you go. Yeah. So if you're interested in any sort of graphic design hit work, up. hit him up, slide into his DMs. and um, Or email him. Oh, you can email him as well. That's fine. I put my phone numbers on there so you can give me a ring if you want. He's like, hey, lad, you're coming out. (laughs) 
No. Okay. <laughs> but uh, thank you. Thanks very much. <coughs> and remember, right. don't be a stranger. Unless you're purple <laughs> Unless you're purple Bye! <laughs>